Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 111. I'm Todd, this is AJ, and we're back. 111. You didn't see me doing this, did you? No, I didn't. That was cool. Anyway, <laughs> we're excited to see you guys. We're back, episode 111, as we mentioned. Uh, business, get out of the way. You know what Real Talk is. If not, we'll tell you. Real Talk's an opportunity to talk about life, God, the Bible, and everything in between. There's a link somewhere in wherever you're watching or listening to this. It's www.theremnant.life slash real, R-E-A-L, dash talk. Click the link, Ooh. go down to submit a question. You too can submit a question or topic to us completely anonymously. Couldn't find you if we tried. And here's the thing. We need you. We need your comments, your questions. It helps uh, keep the dialogue going. So hope this inspires you to have these kind of conversations. Um, we view you guys as friends, even though we don't necessarily know who you are. We You're appreciate you. <laughs> and we're so desperate. We just need all the friends we can get. So that's it. That's the gist of it. That's it. Got That's a lot of business, questions, man. Yeah, 111 episodes, man. Pretty you did. Cool. You did like the take a breath in and like keep See how going. Fast I did that. Yeah, it made me think that next week you should try to do the whole thing in one breath. I think I can. I'm excited for that. <laughs> so anyway, back to it. Um, we've been doing kind of different formats recently. Yeah. Uh, just change it up slightly. We had a great. Live episode for those that don't know, they're listening. Thursday, yeah, yeah we awesome. go live on Facebook and YouTube every single week for Real Talk Live, and we interact with the crowd live. That's it right, was a great show. Yeah, had a I had panel. A good time. However, had the Heffelfinger horde on. Yeah, the finger panel, whatever they call themselves, <laughs> Heffel panel, whatever. I don't know what so it was. weird to people that aren't that don't know what we're talking about. That's their last <laughs> name. Um, so, but that led to. Let me let me let me set this up. Yeah, it's important that everyone knows that AJ is liked by nearly everyone. Okay, it's a it's a known fact. Uh, Fun Turner can attest to this. Yeah. Um, AJ can come up, slap us in the face, and people will say, "Why did you guys get your face in front of AJ's hand?" Like that <laughs> he is that kind of guy. Um, I actually believe it or not used to have this gift, and it faded with time and bitterness. <laughs> so everybody loves AJ. Now I have been telling him for years. You have literally years now. Yep, this because is a true story. And, and, yeah, and and I I this is sad but true. Mm-hmm. And I said, listen, man, and and he, I wasn't trying to be like negative, but I was like, because I love him and he's a positive guy, and and I believe it or not, we are similar. A lot of people don't know that in the way that we process. Mm-hmm. We're both probably more sensitive than people think, as far as uh, we care. We care. Absolutely, tenderhearted. But the thing is, is that you know what have I essentially been telling you for a couple of years? You've been telling me that the more that you step into leadership the, and the more you start speaking truth, the less people are going to like you. Yeah, and that's, that's, that sounds so jaded. I get it, but yeah, it's reality. But, yeah. um, and the more you speak truth, yes, and right. by the truth we mean what the Bible says. And as Christians, we, you know, that, is, that is our standard of truth. Yes. Okay? That being said, I set this up. Mm-hmm. One of the things that came out of life okay, was pretty cool. So if this person's watching, um, I'm not going to say the name. It doesn't matter. But I'm so, I was so blown away by this person in a positive way. It was cool. Uh, a person gets on. We have no idea, no idea who it is. I think you may have had some sort of like connection in your past. Yes, I did. Yes. Okay. That person gets on, on live and says, essentially, we got a question about transgenders. And That's right. the question was, you know, hey, how do we handle, as a, from a Christian perspective, if someone wants to be called he and is, has, has transitioned to a man and was a woman, et cetera, whatever, you know. Right. You know, do we use that pronoun? Is it wrong to not use that pronoun? So we gave our answers, um, you know. And I th- were we in agreement on that? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry, guys. So, so it doesn't really matter what we said. 
I guess it kind of does. So essentially what I said was, and guys, don't worry, I'll be talk, not talking soon. You can hear AJ tell kind of what happened to him, but I want to yeah. set him up here. So all we said, the, I think I, I think we interacted with that person, thanked them so much. Yeah, man. Because they were in a relationship. Cool. Yeah, it was really cool. And they stayed the whole show, which That's is awesome. Right. And they had a great idea, which I still want to get a hold of this person about bringing them on if they're willing. We need yeah. to do that today. Um as a, to, to have a discussion like this. Yes. So we may, if they're willing, have them on Real Talk web series here. But they were in a relationship with transgender and essentially said, you know, you, I don't want to put words in their mouth, but, the, but the, the original question was kind of like, you're sort of implying that, you know, transgenders or God doesn't love them or something to that effect. Right. And we said, absolutely, God loves people, everyone. Yes. Right? And, and, that doesn't change truth, really, though, right? That's the right. standard of truth. And that's not you and me and what we're saying. So I kind of let you go from there. Yeah. So, you know, like you said, you know, the, the, you know, the question was asked. And we answered it, you know, the way we did. And I thought it was, like you said, it was a pretty good answer. I mean, I thought it was. Yeah. I think it know, was filled with love. And I think, you know, I, in fact, the person seemed okay. Yeah. They stayed on the whole show. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it was the next day. It was either the next day or later later that night. I can't remember which one it was. I think it was the next day. So I actually ended up getting a message from somebody that I know who also knows this other person. But you're not really – and you weren't really close to this person that reached out to no, you. No, not necessarily. Just kind of like knew who they were. That's right. Yeah, yeah. we weren't particu- particularly close. Um, and just they just kind of, you know, said, hey, you know, just want to let you know that, you know, your show, you know – you hurt someone that I love, you know, and, you know, they did, they felt like, you know, they were questioning God's love for them and, and all this and that. And, you know, they mentioned that, you know, it's hard. They mentioned, you know, this person mentioned that we weren't even that close. They mentioned that. I said, you know, like, you know, we're not like very close friends or anything, but, you know, it's hard. It's hard to be friends with someone who doesn't view everyone as equals, you know, and Which so. Which was never discussed. Right. In, in, and, in anything to do with our conversation. That's right. So, you know, and, uh. Those are those are two of the main things. Yeah, you, know, you don't they, need to tell the whole right, thing. Right, right. So essentially, so, sort of questioning. Essentially, caught flack. Is yeah, essentially what there it was. you go. And and saying that you know we were we were making people feel unloved by God. That's right. Uh, we they were, were saying they, people weren't equal. That's right. They were questioning how many people are truly following God. That was part of it as well. Because of because of what we that. said. Because of the fact that this essentially all we said was like we have to use God's word as the standard. That's right. Okay. So that was another worry. Um, and uh, I don't want to I don't want to butcher it because mm-hmm. I want to make sure I'm, I'm accurate on it. But it was something I guess I won't say it's a direct quote, but it sure. was it was something along the lines of, um, it's not that we were trying to make them face their sins because you know that's how they thought we were looking at it, is us making them face their sins, but that they thought that um, it was the acceptance of sin is how you get to heaven. That's what they said to you. Yes. The, the phrase was, acceptance of sin is how you get to heaven. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Along those lines. Again, yeah. not a direct quote. Yeah, yeah. The bottom line, guys, I don't want, we don't want to confuse you. We got some yes. flack for it, and we, we, uh, we were told by this, this friend of a, a transgender couple or whatever, mm-hmm. um, I'm not, and I don't say whatever in a, in a derogatory sense, just don't know the whole situation. Right. And that we made them question God, we weren't loving, sort of question where we, whether we follow God. That's right. And... Um, that we were saying that they were not equals, mm-hmm. correct? That is correct. Yep. That, so that is and that and, and and so I kind of feel bad for you, man, because I haven't even talked to you about this or told you this yet. I haven't, but I can tell it bothers you. 
Yeah, man, it's tough because, you know, like you said, you know. You don't ever want to hurt people. No, that's I not your intention. Don't. No, it's never my intention to make someone feel unloved or small. But truth is truth, man. And at the end of the day, like, you know, and I did send a response back, mm-hmm. you know, and I did my best to, to speak truth and love, you know, because mm-hmm. that's what I, you know, I believe that's what we're called to do, you know. And it's sad because, you know, even when you try to tell people who claim to know the truth and you tell them the truth, you know, if it doesn't fit what they think is true, even though what they're claiming to be true, they're not following, mm-hmm. you know, it upsets them because it's uncomfortable. <clears throat> yeah, when faced with the mirror of God's word, you know, people have two options. Uh, really three options. Option yeah. one is you change if you're, if that reflection doesn't match what God's word is, mm-hmm. right? You change. Two, you try to change the mirror. You try to change God's word to fit what you want it to mm-hmm. show. Or three, you reject it entirely. That's right. And unfortunately, because you're the one in this case holding up the mirror, right? We mm-hmm. were. They, they aren't going to attack God. They're going to attack you. Exactly. Yeah. And I think... You know, the, the, the problem is that with this in general and what, why this is hard, because I'm the same as you. Yeah. And I, and I, I genuinely, as like my younger brother, feel bad for you because I, rem- I remember it still bothers me um, when this happens to me. Yeah. But it, I hate when it happens to you because I know it hurts and you, you haven't like you've handled it well and yeah. spoke truth. But it's hard. The thing that really bothers me about these kinds of conversations, I don't have a problem. If you want to disagree, you want to tell us we're wrong. Okay. You're not going to find scriptural evidence to back that up, but let's say you, you do that. That's mm-hmm. fine. I don't like the implication that if we just repeat what Scripture says about what God says is or is not sin in general, that's all it is, not about the person, the mm-hmm. action, right, that we are not loving someone. And this is such that, that that's one, and this part's even crazier to me, that if I do not agree, then I am saying you are not equal when that was never even part of the discussion. Right, that that, that bothers brought me. Up. Right, exactly. Well, it's people putting words in your mouth. Really. Yeah, and you know, and I, I wanted to mention this too: is the hard when it's hard, it gets hard when they what they say. Like the whole, you know, one of the biggest things I took from that message was them trying to, you know, and you've mentioned this before that some of the hardest people to deal with in this instance is the ones that speak a little bit of truth. But not the full truth. They know because, enough of the Bible to be that's dangerous. That's right. Because what they did was, is they they did speak some sort of truth, and they said that the acceptance of sin, right? Yes, you twisted. Guys, exactly. You have to. You, she's right in the sense of. Oh, I guess I actually said she's right. But anyway, that doesn't matter. Yeah, but yes, she's right in the sense of. Hey, yes, you have to accept the fact that you're a sinner, but that's not what gets you into heaven. There's more to it. You know, that's just it's like a half truth. Yeah, you have to accept that, but you can't just sit there. You know, and that's what I talked about. That's what I mentioned. Like, you can't just sit there and just just the pure acceptance of the fact that you sin does not get you to heaven. No, that has nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not the, the, the gospel is not I'm right, if I accept my sin. What does that even mean? Mm-hmm. In this case, the implication is accepting my sin means this is what I am and it's OK. And that's right. And, God and somehow. Me. Yeah. God does love you. Right. So and this is where it gets complicated. And I guess this kind of leads to it's not complicated, but it feels that way. Mm hmm. Okay, and I just want to say this, and then this is what it really boils down to. And this is actually the point I try to make. I think I made this during live. Yeah. The Bible says that I am not to. Um, the easy one as a man, I'll use same sexual things. There may be moments where my mind or my body or whatever, I have uh, impulses to give in to lust, and maybe I want to, if I let myself, I would want to have sex with multiple women. Right. All the time, right? 
That's possible. Yep. <clears throat> and it may even be possible that I, I've done that. I slip up in that moment. You know, I, I don't even like using that word because that makes it seem like it's not serious. But let's say I sleep with someone right. and I still follow Jesus. Absolutely. That's kind of what they're implying, right? Well, you people sin all the time. Right. This is the difference. The true best apples to apples comparison would be yep. is if I did that and you said, hey, Todd, you slept with, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a fake name, but we have someone that literally goes by Jane, but Jane Smith, okay, Jane Doe. You right. slept with Jane Doe, and I go, yep, I did, and it's okay. God wants me to, God is okay with me sleeping with all these women. Yep, because it makes me feel good. It makes me, you know, and you need to accept that, and to accept mm-hmm. that, you're, you're saying I'm less than you if you tell me that I shouldn't be sleeping with all these women, and God says that if I accept who I am, and I just embrace that I want to sleep with all these women, that I'm okay. You see the subtle difference? Yeah, man. So one guy it's... may do that. One guy may literally, I don't know, maybe he gives in over and over. I don't know. Maybe he gives in multiple times to lust, et cetera. And that, that's the truth nugget. The truth is like, man, we can mess up and still know Jesus. There's Absolutely. a difference between that and striving not to do it. That's right. And changing the word of God to fit your, quote, sin. Yeah, your actions. Does that actions. make sense? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's the problem. And part of why we started Real Talk is to get people to think, like, regardless of what you decide. Mm-hmm. You've heard me say this. And C.S. Lewis had this beautiful quote, and I'm going to butcher it, but I, I thought the same. Like, I've put it in different words. But bottom line is, regardless of what you decide about Christianity and about Christ, you need to make it a serious decision. Absolutely. And in order to make it a true decision, you need to accept what he says, what the Bible says, that's and good. you have to deal with it. That's right. You, that, that's, right? You're right. And so I think for me where I get frustrated in those kinds of conversations is what you said. You take this thing, mm-hmm. the idea that God, uh, that grace covers our sins, that's which is right. true, and that person could mess up. And I've mm-hmm. even said, listen, we've even said there could be a homosexual out there. Uh, change that. person with homosexual tendencies, Okay. Who, who's a believer in Christ, who is attracted to the same gender, mm-hmm. right? Lust is lust, and it shows, you know, we're all broken, and it shows itself in different ways. Yes. And they may be fighting through it, and they've decided to remain single and fight through it, and there's moments they give in to lust. And God does still love them, and they're saved, and there's true disciples in that battle, right? Right. That's different than saying God's okay with it, right? It then different. you're changing the Word of God. Exactly. Does that make sense? I'm with you, man. And so that's what that like, do, but then that doesn't mean we hate them. That doesn't mean I think it, in fact, one of the biggest things in our church is like, listen, we don't love you just so you'll accept the gospel. And I think this is a mistake the church with a capital C can make sometimes. I we certainly hope, I certainly hope that if I talk to you that you will hear the gospel and respond and come to know Jesus. Really? Right. But even if you don't, I'm still going to love you. I don't right. love you so that then I can, like, butter you up to accept the gospel. I love you because Jesus told me to love you without any caveat to that. Mm-hmm. Love them so they become my disciples. Those are two separate commands. Yep. Love them as you love yourself, love your enemy, all those things. Yep. Love your neighbor. And then the, the separate command to make disciples of all nations, they're separate. Yes, mm-hmm. they often go together, but I'm not loving you, let's say, uh, transgender person. Because I want you, I'm not even loving you because I want you to change. I do hope that you accept God's word and change Absolutely. over time. But I love you regardless of that. And we can still be friends. Yes. You, many times they don't want to, someone living out of that mindset, the mindset of, um, you know, you're not, 
God accepts my sin and you need to accept it. And if you don't, you're not sinning equal. Those people that come from that, that mindset in our modern culture, they're the ones that say we can't be friends. Yeah, they're yeah. the ones that say we're not equal. They're the ones saying, instead of like actually listening to what I'm saying, if you feel convicted because we tell you what God's word says, that's not Todd and that's not AJ. That's God himself speaking to you. Amen. And you're saying, I don't feel comfortable, so I want to kill what doesn't make me feel comfortable. And who does that sound like? It's exactly what we did to Christ. He told us the truth, and we right. killed him for it. I, I mentioned it, actually, in that message yeah. I did. I said, that's why we killed Jesus. <laughs> Bottom line. Sorry to get fired up, but that's no, man, the truth. I love it, dude, and you're right. It's just a constant state of justification, really. You know, Because the more I look back on it, there was, you know, there, there's just a lot of justification in the, in, in the way they spoke. You know, even the fact... And know, accusations towards absolutely. you. Absolutely. And, you know, what does it sound like? The crowd. But, you know, it's... I don't know, man. And I know you, man. Yeah. You know what's sad? I know you. I know AJ. This guy right here, let's say there's a transgender person coming here. Yeah. And AJ's not going to open up and go, hey, you're real. You're not what you are. That's not what he's going to do. No. He's not even going to try to be mean to you. In fact, you probably won't even know anything unless you ask him... What's your opinion on my, me being a transgender? Right, then I'm He'll tell you. you know. But other than that, this guy would love you, be your friend, even hang out with you, and so would I. And if you sit here and tell us we wouldn't, the problem is you live in a world, you being people from that mindset, in which people that disagree aren't friends. They can't right. love each other. Well, my God tells me that even if you're my enemy, I'm called to love you. Amen. And that's the truth. And it doesn't matter if you believe it. It doesn't matter if you don't, whatever, try us. Amen. Because I've been friends that's so good, with... Man. M- I've been friends with practicing homosexual. Do I tell them the truth? They ask me, absolutely. They call me a homophobe at the end because they asked me and I told them. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, I got called homophobe because I wouldn't flirt back. Whatever. Literally was told that because I'm not secure. I've been friends with practicing uh, homosexuals. I've been friends with uh, pagans. I've been friends with a literal Nazi That's right. at the time. I've been friends with... Um, I'm friends right now with a pagan. With one of my good friends, I call him brother because I've known him before that. He claims yep. to be... You know, a practitioner of, of Norse neo-paganism. Norse yeah. worships the Norse gods, right? Right. But you know what's funny? Ask him if I'm his brother. Ask him if he's... He's literally called me to ask me to pray for him before, which is interesting. Yeah. So, you know, that's where you'll get me fired up, is you tell Absolutely. me that I don't love people when you don't know me. You're the one accusing him. You're the one putting him on the other side. And you're the one that's saying he's not good enough because he doesn't agree with you. And that, and that, that true, stuff man. makes me sad. I don't mind them reaching out. I think that's pretty cool. I even said that. I yeah. thought it was awesome. So I'm sorry to preach, man. I'm taking no, my I, time. Dude, I just feel bad because it ends up, go. I know you're my friend too, and I don't like seeing my friend, you know, there's a lot of things you say about AJ, but to accuse him of not loving people, and it's not even me. You want to think that about me? Whatever. You're wrong, because <laughs> I think you would say the same about me. Absolutely. But I know this guy, and that is so far from who he is Yeah, man. that it's, it's crazy. It's tough, you know, and it's funny because even like, you know, from a human standpoint, like these people, they've known me most of their life. They've grown, we've grown up in the same town. Like they know who I am. Like, you know, even if I'm a Christian now, like they like, even then before when I wasn't a Christian, they knew me as a guy who tried to talk to everybody. Yeah, people people thing. knew me as I would give you, I would give you a minute of my day. I would like, even if you, even if we didn't hardly speak, I would. So what do they best. hate about you now then? Right. Mm-hmm. Jesus said it. That's right. People, man. they hate you know. And I'm not saying this person's hating you, but I do think this yep. person needs to reevaluate. In their, there's probably coming from a good heart. They don't want to see their friend hurt. Their friend probably is being is hurting, 
But it's not you or me that caused that hurt. It's the truth. That's right. Because I can 100% say if you were to go watch that live video from last week, you are not going to hear one ounce of hate come out of anyone's mouth. I don't think so either. I think you're right. I'm going to say I know so. Yeah. So I won't even say I think I know so. But see, even you and me, like, there's times I catch myself, like, you're going to get, I don't know, man, people are just ready to pounce on you. It's true, you know, and... You're, that's part of it, like you said, like you know, going down the road. I'm going down, you know, leadership. You know, you know, just slowly, you know, working my way, you know, through this road. You know, like you said that people are are watching. You know, they're waiting, and you know, when you're in a more public eye like we are, you know, it's even it's it's heightened even more. And you know, you've you've mentioned, like you said, you've mentioned this for years, man. Like this was going to happen eventually. You know, and this is just one of I'm sure many more to come. Well, we've had others. Exactly. We had a guy that we let come on this show for years and for for a year. An yeah. atheist, a, you know, lack of a better word, probably um, politically was as far from you and from us as possible. Yeah. We were, I considered us friends. Yeah. And the last thing, next thing I know, literally all we did was have a debate, didn't, didn't agree with him with one thing, blocked us, and then said a bunch of terrible things. Yeah, dude. It's, you know? it's, it's going to happen. Yep. And but that's the world we live in. <laughs> like, if you don't agree or affirm <laughs> my truth, we, I hate you and you're a hater and let's, quote, cancel you and make sure that you can never have a life again. It's crazy. It's wild. <clears throat> it's, it's insanity. A, it's, a, it's a crazy world we live in right now. Like you said, the cancel culture is just unbelievable. And, 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 yeah, it really is. And I don't know. I think, like I said earlier, like the biggest thing that I see from all this, and it's tough because like this is where, you know, being a Christian and being, and being, you know, in ministry and trying to further that, this is a, this is one of those moments where I can feel like that I can see why it can feel like hopeless sometimes because yep. of when people claim to believe in the truth, but it's just so twisted. And like I said, it's just trying to cater to how they feel and what they, what they feel is right, not what the truth is. And it's so hard to change that mindset in people. You can't, you know, they have to come to that realization themselves. You can only, you can only point to God. That's all you can do. And so, you know, I don't know if there's anybody else out there that's had to deal with this, but if, you know, if you're listening, whether you're, you know, first time listener or a thousand time listener you know you know truth is truth and you know let it convict them at the end of the day it's all you can do you know you, you you cannot bend the truth of what god has said because it makes people uncomfortable and that's it's going to the truth and it is and jesus said that that's right and i'm going to tell you right now and this is it's getting scary yes because now we already have people changing believers i know I'm fairly stubborn, fairly bold, whatever. And when I have a, a momentary thought of, whoa, I know this. Like, I can only imagine someone that hates conflict, right. quote, putting air quotes, what they're going to be tempted to do. And now what happens if if the uh, the cost of being a disciple of Christ and speaking truth becomes, what, death? <laughs> now you understand what the, the apostles were willing to do. Through. Now we're yeah. sitting here going, well, I don't want to be canceled. And, and literally they told them at times, hey, we're not going to kill you. All you got to do is deny Christ. Yep. If you deny him, say it's not true, we won't kill you. Every one of the apostles pretty much had that option and chose to be killed. Yep. Historical fact. So were they all insane and died for someone who didn't really raise from the dead or it's all true? And they had to do that, man. And that's and I hope we don't come to that in this country, but I'm telling you what, it's gotten more hostile. Definitely more hostile. It's like now either accept hostile our version of Christianity. Nice, hostile gospel. Maybe that's mm-hmm. what the name of this will be. <laughs> Listen, man, I don't... It's 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 crazy. Like like we said, you know, culture is changing quickly. And 
and it seems even faster since last year. Yeah, man, and it's all like I keep you know the, to me the the word that keeps popping in my head is justification. It's justification for the way you feel, mm-hmm. and you want you don't want to change the way you you want to think the way you feel is truth, and that's it. You don't want anything else. It's all about you, and that's why you know I'm the more I think about it, like even in that message, you know, that's another thing they said. You know, they said, um, you know, you know, they they feel like they have to be saved again from who God really intended them to be, and I'm like, no, God wouldn't, and, you know, and that's what I said. I said I don't think God would intend them to act the way they're acting. No, because God, if you believe in what you say, you believe God is perfect and doesn't make mistakes. Mic drop. Yep. It's true, man. And, and I don't know, man. And so. their response to you was huh. mo- laughter, mocking laughter. Didn't even respond to no, your yeah, message. Yeah, and there was no, there was no genuine response. It was, <laughs> it was LMAO. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, that that's sad. It is sad, right? You responded in truth and love. I know you're, you were loving in it, right? Spoke truth, and you're still mocked and hated for it. It's true. And so, going back to what I said, you know, AJ is a good example. Everybody loves him. It's true. It's a gift, but. Even this guy, you know, the moment you start speaking up for truth, the moment you get hated. That's right. And what gets really weird, and I guess this person claims to be a believer that kind of attacks you, is when it happens from supposed, quote, Christians, right? That's right. You expect the world to attack you, but you (laughs) don't expect the church. discouraging, right? Because I think you've mentioned it before. It's when people who claim to be on your side claim to be on the same team. The most discouraging thing I have ever had about this, about quote ministry yeah living in out as a vocation or whatever is the attacks from from quote believers that's right who i mean you know yeah they're that just go out of their way they don't want to see restoration mm-hmm. they don't want to see unity they want destruction they revel in seeing other believers destroyed it's sad and that that to me is so mind-blowing you know it really is it makes me want to cry yeah well it's like makes the father yeah. cry too i believe that i, I believe but now you understand where Jesus was. Imagine being him, come here That's just right. to love people, and they're freak. They're they're. I was gonna say freaking. They're gonna stab you. They hit you. They mock you. Spit on you. And as you're dying, continue to say, "Oh, won't you help yourself down, King of Jews?" Gosh, man. You know, and he has to sit there, and then mocked by the criminals beside him. Yep. And then still having the grace that one of, when one of those criminals comes to his senses and say, "Remember me," to say, "I forgive you today. You'll be in paradise." Right. Gosh, man, it's beautiful. Yeah. So hey, and you know, if you're if that person who messaged you is listening. We're not mocking you. No, we're not. We didn't actually. say your name. We're not going to say your name. No one's ever going to know, but we want you to know this, and I mean it. It's not, uh, we're not being patronizing. We love you too. We and do. I think your heart to initially reach out, regardless of your, our different viewpoints, is good. Because it is good. You had the option to just choose to hate him and not say anything. At least you said something. That's right. And I hope that you, if you are listening, that you really consider what we're saying and, and go to God's word yourself. Don't ignore the parts that make you uncomfortable. That's right. Yes. Yes. Don't take it on our word. Go look at it. Yeah, go to read the Bible. You know, he's right. Seek the truth. Truly seek it. Like you said, don't gloss over things that you think aren't important or don't make sense to you or are uncomfortable. Mm. It's not because that's not true discipleship. It's not actually following Jesus. So, right on. Anyway, <laughs> right on. I don't really have much to add to that. Um, yeah, you know, I, w- I guess. Yeah, I'm sorry that happened, man. And good job, way to, you know. Speak truth and well, love. Thank you. I appreciate that. But I don't know if you want to go into your week at all. Um, I guess I, uh, I'm trying to think of or how you're doing at least. Or. Yeah, I'm okay. Um, I'm always trying to grow, man. Always trying to. I saw, 
I haven't seen it. So the Chosen season two came out. We just we, right, we're yeah. huge proponents of the Chosen. Love it. Love the Chosen. Really encourage you to go watch it. Well, go into it with an open mind. I don't believe there's a single thing in there that's anti-biblical. So people are like he didn't say that in scripture. Listen, they're filling in some of the blanks, but it doesn't change the story, and they're putting in direct quotations from from the Bible. That's right. So you get to see Jesus' life. So yesterday, I saw a clip, an advertisement for it. Nice. You know, clicked it, and dude, I'm about to cry probably because this is the only thing I'll share. Happened to click it right before, right when one of my favorite things in the entire Bible shows up and it's him and seeing him do it. And this was always one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. There's two things I love, two stories about Jesus. It's one, this is probably my second favorite. When he comes to the man and who can't walk and down by the pool and he says, do you want to mm-hmm. be healed? And you, the guy makes an excuse and, and it shows Jesus say it again. Yes. The guy playing Jesus does a great job. And he says, do, and he doesn't say it the way we think he says very gentle. Do you want to be healed? And then to see his face and him stand up and just to be reminded. And I'll tell you, my other favorite, in case you're asking, is I absolutely love, I've mentioned it before, most beautiful picture is the leper who had never been touched in years probably because he was considered unclean. That's right. Um, And he comes to Jesus, which he's supposed to stay away from him. That's right. Right, supposed to stay away. And he says, if you're willing, I know you can heal me. And it says, the Bible says that Jesus touched him first and then said, I'm willing. Um, that touch, man, that, that's beautiful. Anyway, I, I happened to see this advertisement that came on and, uh, immediately, I haven't even told you this, none of you guys, it was in the bathroom here at the church. Yeah. That sounds going to make me sound crazy and weak unless you've had these moments, but I teared up and started crying Yeah. because not what you think. It made me repent in my heart of like, I want to be like him, mm. you know, and I'm not in these little ways and it bothers me because I want to be like him. And I hate that sometimes I let impatience or frustration or hurt make me act in a way that isn't what I want to be because that is what I want to be like him, you know? Yeah. And I don't always act like him and I hate that because, you know, we can do that and I don't know, man. So haven't watched it yet. I'm excited to see it. Dude, me too, man. I'm super excited. I have I have not watched it either. Well, hopefully we can watch it again. Yeah, you asked me to watch it the other night, and I, I didn't tell you this. I joked. I was like, I'm not doing it. And you're like, why? You kept asking me. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm so weird with that, man. Like, I want to watch that when I have nothing, like when there's no distractions, when people aren't being, like, it's one of those shows that, like, I don't even want to be in a room if people aren't watching it with me. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just do it alone because it Dude, really I does totally impact get that, me. Though. Yeah. Yeah, because I binged. I remember I couldn't, I was sick one day mm-hmm. and I was laying at home. And I watched, like, the whole thing. Yeah. And I was like, I'm so glad I did this because mm-hmm. I just, I was just full on experience, dude, just laying there, like, full focus in. Like, oh, it's so it's good. powerful, man. It really is. And I'm so excited for season two. Yeah. They're already funding season three. I heard that. I'm hoping, awesome. I'm hoping, I'll be realistic. I'll be honest if it's not as good. But the main part, but I think it will. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's cool is, I, you know, he could be a great actor, but the guy who created it has given multiple interviews. He's a believer. That's right. And he has kind of shown a lot of the little miracles that have happened in order to make this show happen. That's so um, awesome. And this show directly, and this is why I'm a defender of it, directly led to my, my dad coming to know Jesus. Which is insane. Um, because he said, this was so cool, I, I, he ain't going to be mad, he's a believer now, but he, I remember him coming, you remember that night? Actually. I do remember this. He was so impacted that he said, I felt like Jesus was talking to me, and I said he was. And he goes, no, you don't get it. I think I feel like he was talking to me, and I go, 
yes, I do get it. And yes, he was, because I know, you know, that's the Holy Spirit. Um, so crazy, though, because you got believers attacking that show sometimes. I know, know, man. It's just believers, quote. That's right. Anyway, that's where I'm at, man. I just want to be, I want to be like him. And I get so, it's, I don't know about you guys, but I get so, if I'm not intentional, it's why we need to be always in the word and, yes. and really, you can so easily slip into autopilot. Yes. Right? Even autopilot even within Christianity. Good. Yeah. It's never good. And it always makes me miss opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, we also had a guy, I don't know, man. The other thought I have, sometimes I feel like I'm not allowed to share everything, but I want to be real. We, we had a, a youth overnighter Friday. Yeah. And a guy showed up. Um, and one of my favorite people in this world, and you know I'm not just saying this. Yes. He's a guy named Joseph. I lo- we love Joseph. Yeah, Joseph, if you hear us, we love you, buddy. We love you, man. Um, Joseph's special, right? And uh, he brought a friend who was special, too. And his friend came and was so excited to be here, man. And I just cried uh i'm so thankful that he came and how he blessed me by his excitement right <laughs> at our youth event and uh mm-hmm. i went out to the car and I actually talked i didn't tell her this to to joseph's mom for a second she'll listen to this eventually i know yeah. she will and uh it was we just had a real she probably doesn't know this impact me 10 seconds I said hey it was really cool i met i met joseph's friend mm-hmm. you know it was awesome and um she had talked to his this guy's Joseph's friend's dad, who came in and yep. you know, because they hadn't really met, and she goes, "Yeah," she goes, "They really, they really love the church. They want to start coming." And I was, "Oh, that's cool," you know, just from the interactions they have with our people, because yeah. we just have great people here, our youth team, and so we, uh, I got in my car, man, and I was pulling out, and I just had this moment of just thankfulness, um, and I don't hope this is taken in the right heart, but man, I'll give them all to us. Give us every person that doesn't feel seen that, you know, because we are genuinely excited about everyone that walks through these doors, no matter right. where you're at. And that's why the remnant exists is, I'm not saying other churches don't do that because they do. A lot of them do. Yes. But some don't. And, you know, I want to be, I always want us to be as excited about the kid as we are about the CEO that walks through the doors. You see what I'm saying? Amen, dude. Yes. You know? And I'll take, I'll take, uh, give us all of them, you know, that the world says. Are invisible, maybe. That's so good, man. And because for, I was, I, I, and, and I'm thankful that that happens. Here. Yes. And for anybody that's listening, you know that that you know that goes here. You know, you're part of some special the remnant here. Yeah. You know, the remnant church. Like, be encouraged, guys, and like remember that you also were one of those people. You were the. There was a that's first, so good, man. You, you, there was a first time you walked through the doors of this place. Yeah. Because I'm one of them too. I remember, and I know that we've been a part of that culture of letting someone like Joseph's friend be so excited to be here. You know, and like you said, whether it's a kid or a CEO, it doesn't matter. Like, you, get, we set that. You know, we're your worth is not dictated by the value of your position or the bank account that you have. That's right. What you guys are doing matters. You know, just like what we're doing here on Real Talk matters. You know, like you said, you know, youth volunteers, what you guys do matters. You know, you know meal ministry, if you guys are watching this, what you do matters. Like, this, we are all part of this as a team. And what we've created is beautiful, even if it's got its, yeah. <laughs> it's got its things, yeah. you know. And we've we're always trying to be better, but you know, this is a moment to take, you know, pat yourself in the back and go, man, this is special, because mm-hmm. you know, like you said, you know, that kid was so excited to be here, and that's because of you guys as well. You guys made him feel welcome, and that is that is special. It's amazing. Yeah, and and I want I you know, and God, God, when you create that environment, God will bring people, yeah, and I always want us to be a place. 
that, you know, the three letters after your name don't make you any more important than someone else. So CEO or VIP or, you know, CFO. And, and you PhD. know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're rich, you're poor, or you're smart or not. Um, you know, God loves you and you're all welcomed into the kingdom. So, Amen, dude. Uh, and that makes me want to give a shout out to, you know, our name. We want to be a part of the remnant, right? That's right. Chosen by grace. But a lot of pastors I've met over the years that have done a lot of beautiful things. So in case they're watching that do that I know have that kind of heart. Yeah. Shout out to Pastor Darren if he's out there. Uh, Pastor Jack. I haven't talked to him in a long time, That's but right. I, I, rem- I think I remember telling you that guy smells like Jesus. That's right. Um, you know, Pastor Jim, a um, friend of ours, you know, who just, I walked in the other day. He came to our basketball, and I watched him, like, hold and just talk to one of one of our family's baby. And it was just such genuine, you know, just yeah. a moment of, like, hey, just loving on people and uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool to see that, to see people, when the kingdom, when people in the kingdom of God are living the way they're supposed to, out of love and grace and mercy, it's it's just such a beautiful thing, man. It is, man. And people are drawn to it. You know, that's when the church, the capital C, becomes truly a city on a hill. You know, a light of the world. Cannot be seen. Yeah. I hope, uh, so it's those moments, man. It's not always the moments that that are the, the, the super pastors they're doing stuff too there's a lot of great people just because i feel like we turn on pastors that are pastors of mega churches yes it's hard to quote be a mega church pastor like yeah. a me- and and not conform sure. or dilute truth but they're out there you know john MacArthur's the pastor of a monster church john piper were um so but it's not just those guys that are doing kingdom work mm-hmm. and uh it's a beautiful thing man so that was encouraging to see that absolutely Anyway, guess on to a couple questions. Yeah, man. It's been a great episode, man. Super thankful for this. Thank you guys for continuing to tune in. <clears throat> man, this blesses me every week in some way. Me too. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Question is, why is it so hard for Christians? This is an anonymous question we got. I think this was last week. Okay. We tried, we've made the promise. If you send a question in, we will answer them either on the podcast, web series, or on the live show. That's right. Why is it so hard for Christians to admit they don't know everything or to admit they don't know an answer? I mean this genuinely. Sometimes it seems like Christians sort of get angry when asked a question they don't know. Good question. I think that a lot of Christians, uh, a lot of the time, you know, if they're getting angry about that sort of deal, I think it's because they feel this pressure to have to be perfect. It's that idea of, you know, on modern Christianity where you can't mess up because if you do, you're not good enough and you're cast out. So, you know, even when you're asking them questions they don't know, I think they get, you know, they get overwhelmed because they, they got to be perfect. And, you know, when they don't know, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. they don't want to have to admit that. Um, and also just insecurity in people. You know, that's, you know, like you said, you see it in Christians, but it's also all over the world. You know, Christians are not. You know, I think people are just insecure in who they are. And if they don't know something, they think that people are think they're dumb or stupid or, you know, they think that, oh, man, you know, they're below me because they don't know this or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I think <clears throat> I think that there's been a lot of, um, you know, evangelistic. My, I'm a huge I have evangelist. We all Christians should be evangelistic heart. Evangelistic heart. If you're not a Christian listening, that just means, like, you want to tell people about Jesus. That's right. There's a pressure, even from a, from a good place, to want to not mess it up, right. to be able to give an answer for everything. Um, so that's probably it. I, most of the time, I think it comes from a good place. Right. Uh, they shouldn't get angry about it. No. Um, but they're probably insecure a little too, and they don't want to mess up. And they're, we have this tendency that if we, 
there's like a pressure. Like if you ask me a question and I don't give you the right answer, then you're going to reject Christ and it's my fault. Mm. But I think the most powerful thing sometimes is we need to be confident in our faith. We that's don't good. know everything, and that's okay. That's there's right. many, many times I've said, listen, that's a great question. I don't know the answer. Here's how I like, kind of deal with that in my mind. There's things right. about our faith, man, I don't know the answer to. But I, mm-hmm. I always come back to God is good and just, you know, and point to that. So Absolutely, let's man. be confident enough to say when we don't have the right answers. Yes. And say, and it's also okay to say, I don't know. Let's look at it together. Let's figure that out. Yes, this show is a great example. When mm-hmm. we first started doing this show, I was nervous because like I don't, I don't know anything. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, and, like and he was like, "Listen, don't be, don't be afraid. Like, if you don't know, just say you don't know." Mm-hmm. I was like, that, "All right." Yeah, people want real. <laughs> man. I still do that to this day. I've been doing Me this for two years. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, and we are kind of our disclaimers. Like, listen, we don't promise to have all the right answers, exactly. but we, hopefully, it'll give you an idea of how to kind of search for those. Mm-hmm. It's good, man. <clears throat> Next question. That was a good question, by the way. Yeah. Why did Jesus always tell people he healed and sometimes the disciples not to tell anyone about what he had done? Oh, that's fair. There's a, it's a good question. So a lot of times he, he, he healed people, and then he would say, don't tell anyone. Or he would say, that's right. uh, go and... Um, in fact, one time someone did tell him, and he, he kind of had to run off. Yep. Which, there's our answer. Jesus didn't want to tell people because it wasn't time yet for him to be kind of... It would have interfered with the rest of his mission. That's right. <clears throat> so if he went and healed people early on, the Pharisees may have came and tried to kill him immediately. Mm-hmm. They may have. It was all about timing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It wasn't time yet That's right. to declare who he was because, which is pretty cool, because even though his overall mission was to save us from our sin on the cross, yep, he also wanted to teach us, and he needed time to do that. So and uh, he knew what people would do, and also on top of that. That's the negative side. Also, if you found, if we go in this town and somebody's around healing diseases, the crowd is going to come oh, in waves, go. and he's, which is what happened that time, and he doesn't have time to do, like, he gets swarmed. Yep. Right? He's still a person. Like, how's he going to be able to go anywhere if everybody's coming to him all the that's time? That's right. So that's the reason. Is that when he took the boat by himself? Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> yeah. Like, the crowd was so big, he had to, yep. uh, yeah, so go the other way. Good mm-hmm. question. I love these questions today, man. <clears throat> Pretty good. Oh, yeah. Uh, we probably will have a few more we'll have to answer next or this week. But yeah. this one's very transparent. Uh, here's a question. I feel like my family is detrimental to my well-being. I believe they love me, at least how they know, but they're always guilting me, manipulating me, condemning me, looking for me to fall when I sin. They are not Christians, and I truly try my best to love them well, but it never seems to matter. Mm. Is it okay to put distance between myself and them? I want to honor my parents, but they and my siblings are completely different. I don't understand. I think the question didn't get finished. Mm-hmm. But it says, my parents, but they and my siblings are completely different uh, than me. Okay. Um, first off, that's hard. And I'm so, you know, thanks for asking. Because like you said, you know, this is transparent. Um, you know, we've had, we've had similar questions like this before. Um, and advice, you know, I would say, it's okay to love your oh, family. Hey, I got the question. This Whoever wrote this did not finish it, by the oh, way. Oh, nice. It says, uh, <laughs> but they and my siblings have completely different worldviews. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, Sorry. It's okay to love your family from a distance. You know, and a lot of people are, are kind of like, what does that mean? You know, it's okay to, there's a difference between honoring your mother and, and your father and then caving to what they want you to do. It's good. Despite it being, tr- like, despite it contradicting truth. So, you know, you have to, in a way, you have to try to meet, We've, if you've listened to Real Talk, you've heard us say this before, you kind of have to meet them at a different table, you know, in that, in that sort of instance, you know. 
listen to your parents, you know, listen to what they have to tell you. You know, if it contradicts truth, tell them that. Mm. You don't have to do that in a crazy manner. Mm. You can literally say, God doesn't want that for me. That's not the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to go crazy and, you know, <sighs> yeah. You know, and if they do that, it's okay to be like, you know, okay, I need, you know, I'm not going to talk to you until you calm down. Like, I think a lot of the time when it comes to these kind of things, people are scared to like dive in these kind of things because they, they're, they're fearful of the conflict. Because sure. I'm the same way. Um, it's okay to let them know what you believe, you know, and, but it's kind of what we said earlier, you know, it's okay to love your parents even if they're not, you know, believers. Like, you should. And, and you, you can. should love your parents. Yes. Like, you know. And I'm sure that can be hard sometimes because, you know, I've had to deal with the same thing. You know, a lot of us have. Um, I certainly have. Yes. You know, meet them at a different table. You know, love them the best you can. You know, and if you have to do that by loving them at a distance, that's what you got to do. You know, but don't feel like you have to cave to what they want you to do despite it contradicting truth. Yeah. And now we're assuming in this case that you are not living at home and you're an adult. Right. I do want us to make that clear. Um, if you're a child, it's a different thing. Uh, well, you know, a child or a, or a teen, we, you know, we won't, we're not going to address that today. If that's you asking this question, let us know, send it in. Yes. Please. But let's assume you're an adult. Mm-hmm. You're, that's our case, you and I. Right. Um, so for instance, I love my family. Me okay? too. But I have had some of this in my own family, mm-hmm. uh, particularly with siblings. I don't, you know, this is heartbreaking to me. I don't have a relationship with any of my siblings, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they would probably tell everyone that's me, that I... You know, Todd is mean. They call me LT. LT doesn't. LT's arrogant and he's a jerk and he never comes around and he's always caught. You know, blah blah blah. And and I have a completely different view of that. And what actually happened for years and years is I did my best to try to please them and because I love them and I wanted to like make them happy and I tried to come around and what ended up happening. No matter how hard I tried, it it just didn't work. Right? right. There would be manipulation or guilt or honestly, I resonate with a lot of this. Yeah, me too. Um, this just happened. And, and honestly, what I came to realize is like my siblings, for instance, and again, they have their own view of this. Um, <clears throat> this is mine. They just see things differently than me. Yep. And I, I no longer, uh, I just don't enter into manipulation. And I would love to have a relationship with family, certain family members, but, but it's, it's going to be with boundaries. And if they can't respect those boundaries, then I can't have a relationship with them. <clears throat> so for me, the door's always open. You know, if they called me today and wanted to meet or talk or call, I would be down. Right. But I'm 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 not doing I'm not I'm not going to reach out. Um, and I still say happy birthday and I love you and all those things. Right. But but when those manipulation tactics happen, I just don't enter into it. That's I don't good. fight it because it doesn't lead anywhere. Right. It's, and it's not productive yeah. anyway. And it hurts me. I won't lie. Like I'm kind of this is so weird, man. And I try to be as transparent as I can on the show and honor my family, too. So I yeah. really do resonate. But. It hurts. I don't say it even to you guys a lot, but it hurts that I don't have a relationship with my family at all. I don't have a family. That sounds. My mom and I. My mom. My mom is different. I know I can always count my mom. My mom. My mom is awesome. I love yeah. my mom so much. I'm so. If mom, you pro, mom's probably not watching. Mom, if you watch this, I love you so much. I'm so thankful for you. Mm. I'm truly so blessed to have the mom that I have. Mm. She. Uh, she always loves me. Um, she supported me, even when. My views are different. She's just always been supportive of me. I'm very thankful for my mom. Mm. Um, but, I mean, shoot, we still butt heads, and we still see things differently. But yeah. beyond that, man, I just don't have really a relationship. Um, I love my dad, too. You know, I'm proud of my dad, but it's it's tough. It is tough. I guess I, I kind of made it personal, but I understand what you're going through, yeah. and it hurts. 
Um, all I can tell you is, is it gets a little easier and you never know what God's going to do. God can bring restoration That's right, and man. God can change hearts and Amen, dude. Both yep. sides. Exactly. I've seen it. Yeah. I would say the biggest thing is make sure you're loving them. I love what you said. You can love them from afar if you have to. The way I look at it is, I picture it as like, I have a house, right? I may not go to their house because when I, quote, go to their, quote, house, my there's chaos and hurt and attacking. Right. But the door to my house is always open. There you and go. And if they want to come in, they can. Or if they want to meet outside, I'm in. That's right. Meeting at different tables. I just don't go to that place. Yeah. That's right. Sorry, I was rambling. No, it's good, man. Um... Do we want to do any more, or is that... Uh, I'd say we could do two more. It's been a good show. Okay. Um, next question. What are the works of the flesh and fruits of the Spirit mean in Galatians? Is that a literal list or more like a symbol to show the difference between a Christian and a non-Christian? Can you, okay, can you say that one more time? Sure. Uh, what are the works of the flesh and fruits of the Spirit mean in Galatians? Is that a literal list or more like a symbol to show the difference between a Christian and a non-Christian? So it's talking about the works and the fruit list in Galatians 5? I believe uh, so, all right. yeah. Um, let me pull that up so that we have it. Told you guys, we take these questions as they come. Um, I want to read Indeed. it so people know, and then I'll kind of explain okay. my best I can. So they're kind of just wanting to know, what does this mean? Is it a literal thing? Right. So, um, again, concepts, I mean, context is important. When you read the Bible, you need to know what was the writer, in this case, Paul, who is he writing to? The church in Galatia, an early church. What's he writing to them about? Mm-hmm. You know, the early church was surrounded by a culture that was completely different than what Christ had called them to. <laughs> Both whether they were Jewish coming out of the Jewish faith or whether they were coming out of the pagan faith, they're seen right. in a different way. Excuse me. And Paul is having to tell them how to be. So he starts chapter five out talking about being free and freedom. And then he talks about the fact that we have a, our the Holy Spirit that's in us and the flesh. The flesh in the Bible is standing for the old us before Jesus. Right. Right. So what that essentially means is you and I, we know Jesus, but there's still parts of us that rebel against the spirit, right? We're slowly being changed from the inside out. Mm -hmm. So he says, then I say, starting verse 16, I say, then walk by the spirit and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. Follow the Holy Spirit in you and its promptings, and you won't give in to those things. Right. Because the flesh typically rebels against God, right? That evil side of us. For the flesh desires what's against the Holy Spirit and the spirit desires what's against the flesh. They are opposed to each other so that you don't do what you want. By the way, implying that there are times that Christians don't do what they want, right? Mm-hmm. That we choose, that we sin. It doesn't mean we lose our salvation. But if you're already led by the Spirit, you're not under the law. Now, here we go. Here's what they're talking about, starting in verse 19. Now, the works of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, moral impurity, promiscuity, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambitions, dissensions, factions, envy, drunken carousing, and anything similar. I like that because Paul's like, anything I'm not saying it's bad. That too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, anything similar. Yeah, I tell you about these things in advance, as I told you before, that those who practice such things, mm-hmm. practice is an important word, will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faith, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Mm. That's like an important statement. What he's saying is n- there's like nobody's going to tell you not to do those things. Right. Like That's good, really good. Yeah, the Bible doesn't tell you to not do or have yes. those things. And I love, I love the fact that you, you, you brought up the word practice because mm-hmm. practice is such a good word for it because what is practice? Say? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And over and over. Right? Yeah, exactly. And that's where people can get confused. Now, those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, we must also follow the Spirit. We must not become conceited, provoking one another. Mm-hmm. Okay, bottom line is, Paul is essentially saying, if you don't make a conscious effort to live by the Holy Spirit, you're going to do things, that's why I like works, that are bad. 
All of the things listed in that are evil, lead to bad things, right? He said, those that practice such things, meaning make it their life, you're not going to get the, you're not going to make it to God. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're not going to be in the kingdom. You're not going to, you're not true believers, right? You're not living out of that. So when we live out of the flesh, bad things happen. That's right. When we live out of the spirit, the natural fruit, he doesn't say works, fruit meaning the, the natural thing that comes, apple trees grow apples, Christians have good fruit. And so you, he's essentially saying that. He's trying to say when you can tell whether you're living and following the Holy Spirit by what comes out of your life. That's right. Does that make sense? Yep. So, you. yes, I think it's symbolism in the sense of he's letting you know bad things come from without God. With God, good things come. That's right. But it's also very literal. Mm-hmm. If you don't feed the, you know, live out of the spirit, you don't do the things God tells you, you're going to end up doing bad things, wrong things, things that lead to destruction. When you live out of the spirit, you'll notice kind of what see you know, if you, if you, um, I'm going to paraphrase, but if you seek everything on earth, this is paraphrasing C.S. Lewis quote, but if you seek everything on earth, you'll miss heaven. But if you seek God, you'll get heaven and everything else thrown in. Mm. So the idea is, you know, follow God and good things will happen. That's right. Right. Good. I mean, not necessarily like blessing, but I mean, good things come of that. C.S. Lewis, man. Yeah. A lot of good stuff. Just puts it in biblical terms and mm-hmm. points. Anyway, does that answer the question? Fun turn. You probably really, okay. Hopefully that answers the question. Uh, you got any more that aren't? Um, um, I don't know if this would be considered it. quick. Which one is it? Number three. I don't <laughs> know if that'd be considered quick or not. Yeah, that could be. What's the other one? The um, long one. Dude, just let me see. Why are you acting like you can't move? Because if you're not watching, he's literally acting like he's chained to the mic. Like it doesn't swing. Yeah, probably that one. We can answer this one in live. All right. So this one is, what has been the hardest part about starting a church? Um, I would say hardest part about starting a church. Mm-hmm. Um. would be the attacks from other pastors and churches that randomly happen, um, which, which I believe come from, it doesn't mean they're not believers, but it comes from, I think, when they live out of insecurities and, or you view things as threats. I think the hardest part is being, being attacked. Like, there's so many things that you can say I, I personally have done wrong or this church has done wrong, but they attack the things that I think we've done right sometimes, mm. and that, that's really hurtful. It's like, weirdly enough, this question comes what you said earlier, what we kind of reference, which is the most hurtful things is not when the world attacks you. It's when the people that are, quote, on your side do. Exactly. And I think that's been hard, especially when they don't follow the Bible. Like, if you really believe I'm doing something wrong or we're doing you would come to me and talk to me as a believer, right? Give that benefit, and they don't. Right. And so then believers become gossipers. The other thing I'd say is hard about starting a church is when people, they leave wrong. And what I mean by, you know, you leave a church under bad terms instead of... Because a lot of times when people leave a church... They don't want to disappoint anyone, and the only way they can feel like they can is by getting mad. And I'm sure other pastors have dealt with this. So you end up creating these scenarios so that you have a reason to be mad. Right, so you can just leave. Yeah, yeah. leave angrily right. versus how it can be a beautiful thing, right, where mm-hmm. you trade off. So I think that's been the hardest part. What's been the hardest part for you as far as being a part of all this? Man, being a um, – I think it's – I think the second one's really good because I wasn't – I haven't really had to deal with what you've had to deal with yet early um, on, yeah. Um, definitely people leaving the wrong way. That hurts. It's hard. Um, you know, especially if they're like core people, like that's been hard. Um, and also just, 
as far as what I've been involved in, I'd say the hardest part is people looking at me differently, you know, and I'm not even saying that in like necessarily a negative way, but people, like you said, like I'm starting to experience what it's like to tell truth and people are now, you know, it's causing friction. Mm-hmm. You know, people aren't wanting to hear it and they don't expect it to come from me and it is, you know, so that's definitely been the hardest part too is I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm starting to hit that, that curve of um, slowly kind of making my way around to that, that road. Hmm. So that's definitely been hard, you know, because, you know, believe it or not, guys, I actually, I, I care, I care about people and what they think. Sometimes. Absolutely. <laughs> Me too, man. Me too. <laughs> and yeah. so, you know, it, it can hurt, you know, and it's tough and it's uncomfortable. And, you know, you already know that once you, once you make that choice to speak truth, you already know what's going to happen most of the time. It's true. So that's, that's definitely been the hardest part as well. Um, yeah. I, yeah. It, I, great. Thanks for asking guys. Yeah. Uh, one other thing I'll slide in just so you don't have to ask. We got a question yeah. saying, Todd, when are you going to write your book? Uh, this is, I joke about it a lot, but I really am going to write. I am actually in the process of writing a book. I actually have two. One is a fictional story, um, kind of fantasy, sort of describing the fall of the end of Satan and That's what that. Awesome. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but then I have another one, uh, sort of about nonfiction. About um, I have a lot of ideas. I love to write, but about what we've kind of learned in starting this church and like mm-hmm. culture and, and some of the things that have worked and haven't worked. And that's right. Um, so we'll see when am I going to finish it? When I just sit down and do it, you know, I, I write, I've written parts. I just don't, I don't, I need to buckle down and do it. Thanks for asking. We have a lot of good questions that we'll answer either next week or this week live. We have some on old Testament sacrifice laws. We got a, a lot of questions on being sarcastic. Interesting. So, um, and whether that's okay for a Christian to be sarcastic and call people losers, even in joking, all that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that this week on live. I hope you guys join us at 8.30 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube. Boom. You got anything you want to say? Hey, thank you guys so much for watching. Love you guys so much. Thanks for the questions and just, you know, your faithfulness to this ministry and being able to reach others, you know, on social media. Because, hey, hashtag social media needs it. They need to hear about Jesus. And, you know, with you guys sharing and liking uh, our videos and just, you know, spreading the positivity of what Jesus brings. You guys are part of it just as much as we are, you know, and like I said earlier, you guys bless me every week by tuning in because I learned something and, you know, and I'm just able to process with you guys and be a family. And I appreciate that more than you'll ever know. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for watching. Hope to see you Thursday. Love you. Got to attack my mic again. Hey, love you, man. Good job. Love Thanks you. for sharing today. Oh, I'll give you this. Sorry. And uh, yeah, fun turn. Thank you, brother. I think he was in his own world today. I saw him over there uh, in his own virtual world. But he does a great job. We're really thankful for him and all his hard work. Thank you, guys. I echo what he says. Thanks for giving us the platform to, to just be able to talk and interact mm-hmm. with some great questions that you ask. You know the deal. The link is active 24-7, 365. If you have a topic question, follow-up question you want to give us to discuss, uh, maybe you feel uncomfortable asking your pastor or someone else just because it's weird and you don't yeah. want to feel free to shoot that in there. Uh, that's about it. We hope you guys, you can donate to this ministry anytime at www.theremnant.com dot life slash real i'm sorry nope www.theremnant.life slash give <laughs> hit the drop down box to real talk completely tax deductible uh please go like our page please like and share give us a review uh the, the more we have of that the more people we reach boom that's about it we hope you guys have a great day and truly god bless you